All right, everyone, welcome back to Inner Alchemy Conversations. My name is Xavier Dagba. I am your host, and we're going to be exploring today closure. Closure, in my opinion, is one of the most misunderstood concepts when it comes to transformation, when it comes to healing, when it comes to expansion. And I would love to use this conversation as a way to refine the concept of closure. And I'm inviting you to join me. And first, you may be asking yourself the question, why am I calling this a conversation? This is literally a guy just speaking alone. And I tend to think that in this moment, you know, it's a conversation because your presence here, yes, as you are listening, is contributing to the creation in present time. And I know you are listening in a different now moment than when I recorded this and I still I'm stubborn enough to believe that the place you are relating to this video from actually contributed to the creation of this. So this is the context as we are leaning into this. I know it's a little weird, but hang in there with me. Um, closure, a very difficult concept. And let me let me give you a little bit more context as we dive into this conversation, as we dive in there. And we've, we're going to dive as, as deep as I can go. So very often when it comes to healing, when it comes to healing um, pain that unfolded through an interaction with any other human being, let's say a friend, a parent, um, an ex, you know, we very often look at closure as some sort of like, you know, healing conversation that would be happening between um, the two people or all the people, you know, that were involved in the incident that created, that caused the pain to unfold. When it comes to healing, very often people see closure as some sort of like um, conversation between them and the, you know, the person that caused the pain that would bring some understanding, some validation, some kind of like release to a certain degree. An explaining conversation, if I'm going to put it, put it this way. Um, but closure goes be beyond this. It's, it's not just conversational. It's not just conversational. Having closure, it's also about finally feeling that we are given permission. I'm going to put that quote unquote. Finally feeling that we have the capacity to move forward. Finally feeling that it's possible to actually maybe let go, to move on at the very least. Finally feeling that we are at a place where something that was open is now closed in a way that allows you to move forward. And I'm inviting you to kind of like, you know, maybe for now, um, for the rest of the conversation, I will be more referring to that latter definition of closure or the way at the very least people tend to look at closure. Finally, finally feeling that I am at a place, am I, I am at a place where something that was painfully opened, something that was open and that caused quite a bit of pain is now at the very least closed or at a place where it is no longer hindering my expansion, no longer hindering, no longer, uh, um, no longer creating harm or no longer diminishing the way I'm looking at myself, no longer diminishing self-worth. So this is just some sort of context. And I would love to hear actually what, how you're relating to closure 
because this is going to enrich, you know, this conversation. How are you actually relating to closure? Here is something that I find very, very disturbing about all the ways we've been conditioned. I've been conditioned, and maybe you have to, um, to look at closure. We very often look at it as something that for it to happen, we need the other person. The other person that was um, there when the, when the harm happened, when the pain happened, when the trauma unfolded. So very often closure, it's con we tend to see it as something conditional. We tend to see it as something that needs to somewhat be facilitated or at the very least, um, there needs to be um, the person that kind of caused the harm, that caused the pain. They need to contribute to our closure. So very often you're going to see that people tend to kind of like be a little bit at the mercy when it comes to closure of people who cause them pain very often when it comes to family trauma and to you know childhood trauma you will see people needing to be understood somehow by their parents validated by their parents have their parents um tell them some form of you were right there was something of having some sort of that when it comes to any kind of trauma sometimes people would love to be val validated by their abuser by their abusers literally and in my opinion relating to closure in that way is also one of the most subtle ways to stay imprisoned it is one of the most subtle forms of disempowerment it is a very big hindrance to your own evolution to your healing so what I would like to do here is basically to expand the definition of closure or maybe to shift the way we're relating to closure. And the first thing that I would like to say is, in my opinion, a very important tenet for authentic closure is it is something that cannot possibly be conditional to receiving validation, to receiving understanding from the people that cause you pain. And in my opinion, that is a very key tenet. Closure cannot possibly be um, conditional to receiving validation, to receiving understanding, to receiving some sort of like credit from people who cause you pain. It may happen if you are so, um, you know, if you are so fortunate to be at a place where you have the people that caused you harm come around and say, you know what, I really did something that wasn't okay when this and this happened. And I hope you can find the strength within yourself to forgive me. If you are ever fortunate to have something similar, great, fantastic. And maybe this may facilitate your closure. Maybe this may facilitate you purging and releasing all the pain that was accumulated in your body and moving forward if you are fortunate enough to have that. But in a very realistic sense, which we need to be at some point, that doesn't happen very often. Very often people are embedded in their own defensiveness, defensiveness, self-righteousness. So these kinds of like interactions where you get validated, understood by people who cause you pain, sometimes it doesn't happen. That's a sad reality. So 
closure in on its own needs to be, in my opinion, an act of empowerment. It needs to be an affirmation of a statement such as, my self-liberation cannot possibly be conditional to the approval and validation and understanding of people who cause me pain. In my opinion, closure needs to be an affirmation of something like this, an affirmation of empowerment. So what does it look like in other situations? Let's say that, for, for example, um, something that you went through caused you to, to, to repress so many parts within yourself, to repress your desires, to even repress your capacity to say no and to assert a boundary, especially in the presence of people that caused that pain. Closure, in my opinion, would look like reclaiming the ability to be in their presence and to actually voice the boundaries that you may need. Divine disconfirming. Your ability to disconfirm the spell, to disconfirm the patterns that showed up in response to whatever pain unfolded in their presence. Your ability to reclaim your authenticity in their presence. Your ability to reclaim your authenticity in all the places where in response to the harm that you received, you made the unconscious choice to shut down. So the way I'm inviting you to look at closure is first, the first sentence, in my opinion, it, what if it didn't have to be conditional to receiving any approval or validation whatsoever? What if actually it's symptomatic of the fact that your own approval, your own validation, your own understanding is actually what is lacking? What if it's an invitation to rebuild intimacy with your own sense of self-esteem, even though the people who cause you pain are unable to see that? I'm inviting you next to look at closure as an affirmation of empowerment. As an affirmation of empowerment. And very often, what is actually needed is when we trust ourselves, when we trust ourselves, and I'm inviting you to feel that again. When we trust ourselves, if it happened to unfold again, that the same kind of circumstances that caused you huge pain in the past, if these circumstances were to come to happen again, that we would respond in a more empowered, authentic, and embodied way, when we trust ourselves that we have the we have reclaimed the capacity to be able to do that. Sometimes it's actually easier to move on and to, 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 to shift. So this is what I would like to offer about how you relate to closure, about this conversation um, on closure. And it's such an important way to, um, it's such an important conversation at the moment. I'm gonna share with you a little bit of a writing that I had done about closure. And for those of you who would like to follow me on Instagram and see that right there, you may find it there. My Instagram is Xavier.dagba. Xavier.dagba. Be careful, you may see a lot of fake accounts. So, first one. What if the closure you seek is not about getting others to acknowledge how much pain they caused you? What if it is about trusting yourself to no longer shut down your authentic and compassionate self-expression in their presence? regardless of how they receive it. That's the first piece of writing. The next one that I would like to share. 
Sometimes the definition of closure that we hold on to is precisely what is keeping us hostage. Wanting to receive validation from the people that cause you pain is a valid longing. It is indeed valid, in my opinion. It is also one of the best ways to remain trapped. Would you agree? And the next one. What if the closure you seek is trusting yourself to stay in your body and connected to your heart and power, even in their presence? What if their presence no longer had the power to cause you to shut down your authentic self and your heart? What if that's all the closure you need? What if trusting that ability is actually all the closure you needed? I'm inviting you to reflect on that. Because closure, in my opinion, needs to be an affirmation of empowerment. It needs to be a recognition of your own empowerment. And when that empowerment has actually been recognized, it is easier for the soul to feel like, okay, my job is done with this aspect of my human journey. When that empowerment has been reaffirmed, it is easier for the soul to say, alrighty, my job is done with this aspect of my human journey, and it is now safe for me to move on. It is now safe for me to, to evolve, to expand to another um, aspect of my path. I'm inviting you to think about it. First thing to remember, closure cannot be conditional to the approval and the validation of people who hurt you, who cause you pain. The second thing, think about closure as an affirmation of your own empowerment. And as you actually embody that power once again, and you trust your ability to show up in your power in the places where previously you would have shut down, then it's, it is actually the place of closure in my opinion. So I hope this helped. I'm inviting you to share your comments below. I would uh, love to read your own take on what closure is. And I hope that this is actually bringing, or at the very least, illuminating a way of looking at closure that makes you feel that you are more in charge of your own path. 